You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ali Bunker, as always. And as always, because he never misses an episode, I'm joined by Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? My 100% record's intact. Yeah. Um, I'm alright. I'm unemployed. <laughs> Not strictly true. Okay, I'm between jobs. Between between employers. Um, My final day. How was your last day? Was it alright? You've been there like five years now? Five years and just short of two months. Makes all the difference, those two months. Yeah, um, it's been alright. Yeah. <laughs> you said earlier that you were really bored. Oh, it was the most boring day of my life. Did you do an, a, a juicy exit interview? I did that like, did like last Thursday. Oh. So, okay. like, today I couldn't commit to doing any work, like any proper work, and there was no, like, quick wins coming in for me to do, so I literally... I spent about four hours in the toilet today. <laughs> did you mean, sorry? Not, not actually agree needing to, just thought, fuck it, let's just play some games on my phone to kill some time. <laughs> you could have gone sat outside in the sunshine. Well, I thought uh, that's kind of taking the piss a little bit. At least I'm still in the office. I'm Literally just taking the piss. Bit out. Um, we're also joined this week by Matt Bumby over the wonders of Bluetooth and a Bluetooth speaker. Matt, how are you? Hot. It is bloody hot, isn't it? Hot, hot, and hot. Do you know what I think's happened? I've got a theory. You know that now we've got Boris as our prime minister. Hmm. Oh. But, yeah. I think now we're actually living in hell. That might yes, be why it's so hot. That is it. <laughs> Potentially. It's only going to get hotter tomorrow. I mean, yeah, we've got we've got the weather going on. We've got Boris. We've got seagulls stealing dogs. <laughs> that was ridiculous. It's just an apocalypse. Not surprising, no. What the seagulls? The seagulls are arseholes. They are arseholes. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. They'd no sooner steal your fucking shit than shit on your head. They'd probably just shat on the dog. They stole it just purely to shat on it. Shat on, yes. They, mm. they will, they Maybe it was a shit too. Wee! No, it was a chihuahua. Um, but, um, yeah, I feel like either that or hell has frozen over. Boris has become a prime minister and the somehow the freezing of hell has lifted the temperature up and it's reached us. That's what's happened. So, my theories, I'm sticking to them. Pretty legit, if you ask me. Or maybe just Raw and Smackdown this week were El Fuego, as Mauro would say. Fuego. Um, I mean... That means on fire. Yeah, I know that. Possibly not. I don't know. I mean, Smackdown, I thought it was really good. But um, uh, Raw this week was a special Raw reunion episode, which I think sort of just was sprung upon us a couple of weeks back. Um, announced it at Extreme Rules. Apparently a network, yeah, a network some, decision, apparently. Some some people speculated as to why they were doing it. I think if you were to look at the ratings from last, well, from Monday, I think you might get your answer as to why WWE did it. Um, I think in terms of a ratings success, I think you could call it one. Um, but what overall, what were our, what were our thoughts on Raw reunion? I mean, we saw... A lot of old time, I mean legends, as Shawn Michaels would say, legends, returning for bit parts, some more than others, and some really for no reason. Really? Yeah, that my my problem with the whole thing is just that there there was just too many. 
was literally like when you when you saw them all come out on the stage at the end it was like Jesus you didn't realise how many there were and why is Alicia Fox Alicia Fox in that I'm guessing she's, she's retired just, now but no one said anything but she didn't why is Gillian Hall considered a legend <laughs> I don't and know. didn't actually say a single word no, no, no. Um, she got the EC3 treatment yeah there was just too many of them and it then made the um, the bits that most of them were part of kind of a bit nothingy. why was RVD in his gear who knows <laughs> yeah. but then like you, you could have had a couple of them maybe like beat Sami Zayn up but there's just so many people that had to get in they had to kind of rush through it let's just have them come down and stand at the edge of the ramp and clap Rey Mysterio like yeah. Like the idea is always decent. Like it could be fun, and most, for for a few parts, it was quite fun. Um, but it's just there's just too many of them, so they can't be involved in anything meaningful. Yeah, I mean, there's certain um, certain legends and old timers that you 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 always look forward to seeing, and I think there was a few of those mm. on there. Um, but there's others where you just think, I mean. Why were you there? Like, are you even a legend, as you say? Like, Gillian Hall. Sorry, no offence, Gillian. You're not a legend. You're just someone who isn't there anymore. Um, yeah, you're someone who used to... Who, who performed at a time that was before today. Yeah, exactly. Um, Candice Michelle. I feel like... I mean, Candice Michelle, I kind of understand. I wouldn't say she's a legend, but she was a big part of WWE for a bit. Um, but obviously, you've got the likes of Hogan... Austin, Flair, Shawn Michaels, most of DX and the Click, etc., um, who obviously mean a fair amount to a fair amount of people, so that's great. Um, and the bits with them involved, I think, were okay. I, parts of it just felt like the problem I felt with the show was that everything just felt geared up to a legend coming down or or being met backstage or something, which is fine, but for you know a bit for the whole of the three hours maybe maybe not like Ric Flair for instance was there why was Ric Flair there <laughs> what yeah. did he do he apparently got really drunk backstage afterwards oh, but he I mean really that's, that's, that's surprising yeah I mean you think he maybe would calm it down by now <laughs> considering his last couple of health scares I would have thought maybe he had, would have done but hey who knows um, but it's like you rumour and innuendo there well, you can see why Hogan was there, and you can see why Stone Cold was there. And I, like, to be honest, I feel like Flair should have been there, but then he, they should have made him do something. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he literally didn't. He wasn't allowed to say anything. Oh. It's like they didn't trust him. No, no, he's a liability now. Maybe he was drunk before. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, but if you flip, if you flick back through the the show, um, and Matt, I'll get your thoughts on on the opening segment. John Cena opened up the show. A really great ovation, I thought. A really good noise from the crowd. Um, is this a sign? I think John Cena picked up on picked up on it himself. Is this a sign that absence truly does make the heart grow fonder? Well, it has to be. It's the only good response he's had in the last... Well, apart from WrestleMania, yeah. where he came out as sort of thugonomics. Yeah. I think this is the first time he's not been booed <laughs> but that's, I mean he's been away 10 years he's been away quite a few times and come back a few times and I think every single time his reactions have been quite good but then it tends to get quite stale quite quickly for him 
Um, so I think one off like one offs like this are are good for John Cena at this time in his career. I think he remembers where he's from. Yeah. I wonder Whereas if there's other someone people don't. <laughs> I wonder if there's someone else who maybe hasn't, in your eyes, remembered where he's from. Well, he's from Boston, Massachusetts. It's West Newbury. West Newbury, actually. Yes. Um, yeah, and I mean, I liked that he, it, by the sounds of things, um, he made time for this. Yeah. Uh, like he was really busy, um, and he came and did it, and then apparently like left straight away. He had to go back to his prior commitments. Yeah. But he actually made the time to come and do it. Yeah. That's probably why he started the show. And come out, do this thing fifteen minutes, and then head back off. So, um, yeah, always appreciated John Cena. Well, apparently, he's genuinely a nice person to meet. Yeah, I mean the the videos of um, the video of him uh, being stalked on camera by some apparent famous YouTuber. Who I have no idea who it is. Famous might be a bit of a stretch. And like, I'm not being funny. He was in a shop. You don't go up to someone in a shop and shove a camera in their face and say, don't bag. you know who I am? Yeah, but I'm famous. I'm famous. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah, but he only that thing. Just... Barrow, was it? Literally, yeah. John Cena was nice to him. I'd have kicked his ass. <laughs> I mean, I think it probably reflects quite badly on John Cena if he was to uh, turn around and kick his ass. But yeah. uh, you'd probably be justified. Um, yeah, but I think that's the last thing he would want to do with his burgeoning... Movie career. Um, but back to the, the wrestling. I think... So this obviously led to a segment with the Usos. And I didn't mind the rapping bit. I thought that was quite cool. Every single time John Cena comes out with a zinger, I always pop for it. <laughs> it's like he's allowed to say more stuff than other people would be. Yeah. Do you know what it, do you know what it is for me? White people shouldn't rap. <laughs> but he makes it, like, acceptable. I mean, it's not really rapping, is it? I mean, it's... I think the most poor wrestlers shouldn't rap. Yeah. I mean, our truth just about gets away with it. But haven't heard that for a while, so that's good. Um, that's what's up. But, I mean, the segment itself... Do you, know, do you know what surprised me about this segment? That John Cena didn't wrestle, but now you're saying that he made time for this and then had to leave. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if... Um... If he, if he could have just stuck around for the whole night, that he would have been part of a six-man. Exactly. That's what I thought we were heading to, six-man. But then when Devon came down, I was like, okay, well, Devon's not wrestling. Why is Devon in his gear? Why is Devon in his gear? Does anybody care about Devon without Bubba? No exactly. offence, Devon. Um, like, and what was the relevance? I mean... Is Devon a heel now? I don't know. Well, Devon's a producer, isn't he? So. Yeah. Um, but the match... Well, the Revival versus the Usos, I don't think we've seen that much before. <laughs> uh, I could probably remember a couple. We have, but I mean, I'm not, one, I'm not one to get down on repeated matches unless they're all shit. And these ones generally are quite good, so, I mean, this was alright. I mean, the Usos, are going for a walk again, Matt? <laughs> You're out in the wind. No, I've got a fan on. Oh, I remember, and yes. I, I do not give a shit, so I, this is staying on. <laughs> um, it, it's like 102 degrees in my room. We got the we got the bit with Rikishi coming out, obviously, um, to you know just sort of stand and not do much. We didn't get the dance. Didn't get to dance. Oh, they should have done that at the end of that match. Sure. Because he's not That's medically clear. He wasn't even supposed to be in the ring, apparently. Really? Apparently not. How unhealthy can you be? 
Although I mean, if Mick Foley was allowed to be in the ring, <laughs> that that brings me to a point that I was going to bring up. So before I forget, did you notice at the end with the whole um, toast to Raw that Scott Hall wasn't in the ring? No, I didn't. But it makes sense. So he apparently not only wasn't in the ring, but he had to go and sit in the timekeepers area because he's on um, this medication that will make you sick if you drink alcohol which even if the, the smell of alcohol can make you violently sick yeah so he still went down and near the ringside but just sat with Mike Rome <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know those two buddies Mark Henry drinking water as well yeah he doesn't drink I, I remember hearing him say on Stone Cold's podcast he literally just he hasn't drunk for like 30 years I'm always amazed by people who don't drink like <clears throat> Not necessarily in a good way, either, but sometimes, sometimes. But like, how? How do you not just not enjoy having a beer every now and again? Like, because for the large part, especially in America, beer tastes shit. <laughs> you sound like you're talking from experience, but I mean, I could. I eat, you don't like beer that much. I think I could easily not drink for pretty much the rest of my life. Even on a day nope. like today, if you were in the... like, I couldn't tell sunshine. you anything I want more than water right now. All of the water in, in the pipes in Milton Keynes is not enough for me at the moment. But you can have a nice, cold, refreshing cider or beer in a beer garden. Which will then oh, dehydrate yeah. me. There's nothing better in this world than being hydrated with clean, safe drinking water. Or a fruity water. cocktail. <laughs> Yeah, I do love a fruit cocktail. You love a fruit cocktail. Well, I mean, you're. I guess it's a generation thing, Matt. Maybe we're just drunkards. Maybe we are. Maybe, maybe that's how we have to live our youth. Yeah, maybe. Mark Henry we're and Aiden share, share obviously a generation, so that's. Uh, we also share athletic prowess. Yes. Yes, you do. Um, you don't. But what you do share is the fact that. No, I can't, Come on. I can't do one. <laughs> um, that the ladies love us? Maybe. You have been known as sexual They call me chocolate. sexual mocklet. Mocklet, we... No. Um, Devon, Rikishi, John Cena, three legends. I think you could probably call them all legends. Rikishi's probably pushing it, but he's in the Hall of Fame, so you know what, whatever. He was around in the 90s, of course he's a legend in WWE's eyes. Um, Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart had a thing. Nothing really came of that. This is how they had a fling. <laughs> they may, maybe they did. Maybe it was a scandal. Uh, but he used those beat the revival. So that was um, that was the main takeaway from that. Booker T was on commentary randomly, but you know, ducky. always always nice to hear Booker T. I like Booker T more when he's not on my TV as much. Yeah, it makes it more bearable. You yeah. come back and just go like, oh, what's he going to say today? Rather <laughs> than, oh, what's he going to say today? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but by by and large, he was um, pretty good. Didn't mind him. Drew McIntyre had a bit of a credibility to the commentary that I feel is missing sometimes. Yeah, I think so. They always have the same conversation though, and especially when it's the Usos. The Booker do you play a part in training him or whatever, but you know. Yeah. Um Drew McIntyre had a bit of a run in with some supposed legends who were, you know, basically just dicking about in the backstage area. Drew was unimpressed. That included Alicia Fox. We saw Santino Morales Cobra. Santino. That could be the underlining thing for more reunion. People pissing about backstage. <laughs> yeah. But I think... I don't know if this was intentional, um, but I feel like they could have played on it more. And I think it kind of came out a bit more on SmackDown with the whole Dolph Ziggler, Shawn Michaels thing. 
But what I would have liked to have seen, especially with heels, the new newer age heels, the younger ones, would be just to be like, nobody's taking you guys seriously. Like, you're all an embarrassment. You're all a joke. A bit like what Sami Zayn did. I would have liked Drew McIntyre like to have expanded on it. It's a bit like what Drew McIntyre does with the current roster. Yeah. So belittle them, just say how much better you are than them now, and they're all shit, basically. Because <laughs> that's basically... Um... How'd you get someone over? If, if, imagine if Drew McIntyre had gone up to Hulk Hogan and just berated him. Yeah, that's basically what... Um, I've heard Drew McIntyre in an, in an interview um, talking about how um, he hates these kind of things when um, not only do they bring back legends... But you see people on, like the wrestlers on social media, taking pictures with these with these legends and talking about how much they love them and all that kind of stuff. Um, because all that's doing is reinforcing the fact that the legends are better than the superstars of today. Whereas what he wants is for it to be the other way around. He wants the legends to be putting up photos with current superstars and be like, "Oh, this guy's the best in the business," all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So someone who didn't uh, like the legends being there was uh, Lacey Evans. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, I think Alundra Blaze was a bit. She was a bit out of order, bit out she? of order, weren't it? Also, that conversation she apparently had with her husband definitely never happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Things that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was a strange little interaction. Alundra Blaze, I just won the twenty-four title. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Please learn the name. Um, the. Um, what was I going to say? Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin, not on Raw this week. Is that a refreshing change for people? No. I like Baron Corbin and I like Lacey Evans. Same. Yeah, it didn't necessarily bother me that they weren't there. I actually didn't even think about it until just now. Um, I think Sammy, in, in regards to the whole Sammy slash Drew thing, I think Sammy was probably the right person for the position he was in. If mm. the, the intention was always to have him get embarrassed get embarrassed yeah if you did that to Drew then it would have proper fucked him yeah I mean you can't do that to Drew but I think maybe if if Drew had berated someone big like yeah Hulk Drew could have had a bit of a bigger part um, or at least got in in somebody's face didn't have to say anything but like square up to Hulk Hogan and just yeah. kind of like just laugh him off or something you don't actually have to have a proper go at him yeah um, I mean what I mean let's look at this way what I think could have happened with Drew Maybe he has this thing with Cedric, fine. I think that's probably done now, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, when they have the toast, Hogan and Flair are doing their thing. Not, or nothing. Um, Drew McIntyre's music hits. He interrupts. He berates every single one of them on stage. Not personally, just in general. Gets up in Hogan's face. Austin's music hits. Stunner. Drew goes out. I mean, that's that doesn't embarrass Drew. You stunner him on the stage? Maybe you could do it in a ring. I don't know. The only, yeah, the only, I think the way that would work is if Drew came through the crowd rather than like his music hitting and stuff. Mm. If he came through the well, crowd the and then got, done in, in the ring. got in the ring. <laughs> yeah, there it, it was eventually. That would have worked. No, I, mean, I just felt like there should have been more stuff like that. Drew, that's not going to bury Drew. You get stunned by Stone Cold. Like, come on, the best that, that could have, That could have probably been a Corbin spot. Yeah, or a Corbin spot. Or... A Shane McMahon spot. <laughs> yeah, I did think Shane. We didn't get a single McMahon in this Raw reunion. And you know what? I felt like it was missing something. <laughs> so maybe that tells us everything. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, I miss Steph a little bit. I don't know if we're going to see Steph for a while. She doesn't want to be a character. 
But she's very good at it. She's very good. I think she's the best milkman. Yeah, Vince used to be. She's the best milkman. <laughs> no, Linda's the best milkman. Yeah, she's a great method actor. You know, um, two days ago, on this day, 16 years ago, she got tombstoned on the stage by Cade. Nice, nice. That's someone who wasn't there. And watching it back, her head was about six feet off the ground. <laughs> she's too busy now being, being mayor and shit. Doing mayoral duties. Okay. Yeah, he ain't got time. He ain't got time for. Well, if John Cena's got time, time for more reunion. Yeah, if John Cena's got. If Kane time. can fly out to fucking Saudi Arabia, <laughs> I'm sure he could fly out to Tampa. <laughs> and um, well, I'm sure they weren't paying him as much. A couple of surprising missions. I think Kane would have been one of them. Big, Big Show was show. another. Yeah, I felt Undertaker Big show. didn't make an appearance it's considering he's been Undertaker. there. Yeah, I mean. There's no around, he's like a legend. Well, well, they'd be considered in that class, but like, mm. you'd have thought if everyone's around, fuck it, let's have Brock Lesnar there, really have the star power. Yeah. I mean, everyone's favourite, my fucking pet hate. The Rock. He hasn't been around for a long time. I don't think there was a hope that The Rock was going to be there, to be honest. I don't think you can have The Rock and Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. You know, we had him at WrestleMania, but I don't think you can have them all in the three hour show unless they're going to have an hour each. We didn't get Chris no, Jericho. Don't give, don't give Rock any time at all. <laughs> no, we didn't get Chris Jericho. Um, we did get RVD though, which is an impact. He literally just wrestled on the main event of Impact last week. Yeah, is that a good look for Impact? I like to imagine they literally had no idea. Yeah, happening. he just turned up in his gear for some reason. Yeah, I think is. I mean. How does it make them feel? Because then he also did a, a, an online interview after with WWE.com right. and, was, and was like, yeah, I mean, you can't have a Raw reunion without RVD. I mean, like, the um, the atmosphere. I mean, you don't get crowds like this at every show you go to, uh, any other shows that you go to. And it's like, he literally worked for another company right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not for long. <laughs> um, but does it say anything about Impact, that the guy who just wrestled in their main event um, clearly wasn't able to wrestle in a WWE ring or do anything of substance who knows no, I don't think it looks great but um, he was too high to be fought, probably, to be probably too high um, so was Angelo Dawkins <laughs> that was quite funny that was the first Street Profits thing that I've seen since they joined the main roster kinda that I thought actually that was pretty good yeah I quite liked I, it I thought he was going to be ill at first the whole eye drops and he kept sniffing and stuff um, and I thought he was being ill, hence why maybe Montez hadn't seen him yet that night because he was yeah. hiding or whatever. And it was just like, yeah, you know, I've just been hanging out with RVD. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't there. Um, and I just like the way he kept rooting off people and, and like, and then this guy came in. He's like, this guy came in, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was quite funny. Um, back to Drew. So he had his thing with Cedric. He kind of just. Beat him up a bit, didn't he? Didn't really do anything. Yeah, what well, he should do. The Alabama Slam on the apron. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I love when he busts that out. Um, do you think this is the? Should call it the Alexander do you Slam. Maybe they'll have one more match next week, or do you think this is it for Cedric and Drew? I don't think this was ever destined to go far. I imagine they'll have. A, I hope uh, it's finished. I think they'll have a blow-off match next week. Were you going to say that? I just hope it's finished because why? 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 Why is he even a thing? I mean, I f- credit WWE, they're trying to expose, you know, newer superstars. 
and pushed them higher up the card. I think I think it's clearly evident on Smack SmackDown that they did everything they could to get Apollo Cruz over. Um, apart from obviously having him win, which probably would have helped. Um, they're obviously doing something maybe similar with Cedric, but he's just been kicked the shit out of by Drew McIntyre, which you know happens to a lot of people. So he, got, he got some stuff in though. Yeah, he and I mean, he's got his shit in. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see a final blow-off match next week. Maybe a stipulation, no qualification or something. Um, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's, I, I don't know what else they'd be doing with Drew otherwise, other than him being Shane's bitch. Yeah. Um, and I think, same with Apollo on, on SmackDown. Um, you can get over without winning. Um, you can do, yeah. So, and I, I think this has done more, like... Who else would you put in this spot if not Cedric? Do you know what? Do you know what I was intrigued by that they never built anything more of Heath Slater and Drew McIntyre. Not would that you, I rate Heath Slater. I was going to say, would you rather see no. a Heath Slater and Drew McIntyre match than Cedric? At least, at least they have history. Yeah, but and we haven't really seen Heath Slater since Drew McIntyre beat him up. Yeah, because I think he actually murdered him. <laughs> Maybe, well, maybe he couldn't afford to uh, Ryan get back to the arena because the revival stole his money. Yeah, maybe. Actually, no, they stole Drew's money. Didn't How does he still have a job, man? Because he's got kids. So that doesn't, that doesn't mean you're any good at your job. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's missing Ryan. Look at Donald Trump. Wee, look at Boris Johnson. Wee. Slightly up current there. affairs. Not his, current uh, affairs. Not chance to do his job yet. We'll see. Drake Maverick pinned R-Truth to win the 24-7 title, the first of eight changes on the show for this title. I'm going to go ahead and set it. My favourite championship in WWE right now. Yeah, and you know what? I There wasn't much about this show and the 24-7 championship that I didn't like. Yeah, I, I was kind of initially back and forth on, on all the things that we saw throughout Raw on the 24 championship, but I basically loved everything. Um, it was as, as silly and as stupid as it should have been. And why does it have to change a maximum of once a night? Literally have it change eight times a night. Perfect. It's how it should be. I even put a tweet out earlier, and I I don't know whether I really mean this or not, but <laughs> I would love to see some um, 24-7 championships happen, stuff happen on the next TakeOver. Like, because see, I'm dead against that. I don't, I don't want it to be a lot. I don't want it to be as much as what we got on Raw but currently it's a 24-7 championship which only ever gets defended on Monday and Tuesday nights during the allotted Raw and Smackdown hours not even on 205 Live now I don't mind if it's literally just you see R-Truth sprinting backstage um, during someone's interview or something past the camera or even maybe an NXT guy wins the title backstage and then you'll probably have to drop it either that same night or on social media because of the way NXT is taped and stuff Mm -hmm. but just to really get that title over as literally it can happen at any any place, any time. Yeah. Um, because you could be like, our truth could be like, oh, I'll go to TakeOver because none, of the, guys, safe, though, none yeah. of the guys will expect me to be there because this is NXT. You could be like in the crowd, like in the front row, 24-7 champion in our truth and then because they show could, him on yeah, the camera. That's what, like they could do the whole thing like they do with new signees and they'd be like, oh, our truths here and he's looking around like, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, maybe, maybe an NXT guy backstage rolls him up or something. Yeah. Um, like, I know yeah, the takeovers tend to be serious and all about the wrestling and stuff, but I think that would help get that 
that title over is just it could happen any place, any time. I mean, it, like all most of the main roster guys hang out at the PC anyway. Yeah. What if it happened at the PC? Should do. Stick it on the PC's YouTube channel. Maybe Archie which doesn't, is great, hang, by the way. doesn't hang out at the PC. Maybe not. He's been doing it quite a while. That's true. But um, <laughs> that title <laughs> was quickly dropped to uh, none other than Pat Patterson. Michael Cole's line. This was like Rio de Janeiro all over again. Not that that ever happened, by the way. That was made up. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, so Pat Patterson at the age of I don't know 99 um, pinned Drake Maverick he's got to be the oldest champion in WWE history right I mean I don't know about what what age Mae Young would have been but he's in his 80s by now surely surely how old is Pat Patterson I'm just googling it right he's old enough not to get pinned properly 1941 78 78 well yeah I mean he can't get pinned properly or pin someone properly so I think they did it quite well. Yeah. To be honest, I think I don't want to see him getting beaten up. There was a few, <laughs> there was a few times where they they obviously had to mask the fact that these legends can't take bumps or really do anything of substance. So I liked the fact that Joe Briscoe pinned him off, off camera. camera, and then you just, all you saw was him propping himself up on the little. Doesn't frame. always have to be on camera. Yeah, exactly. There's not always going to be a camera. Just because there's a referee there doesn't mean there's a camera and there. Obviously, I'll get onto the bit photo stuff as well. But there was a couple of instances where they just uh, Alundra Blaze was another one. Like I'm like Candice Michelle. Kelly Kelly need Jerry Briscoe and the balls off camera yeah. to which he slowly laid himself on the ground. Yeah, so. I mean, was, it was fine. I I wondered what she did. I didn't really know what she did. I, it took me a couple of watches to figure out what happened. I wish um, Kelly Kelly would pin me. I wish she'd touch your balls. Is that what you're saying? Say? Or just knee me. <laughs> Um, this was probably my least favourite um, part of the 24-7 championship night Kelly Kelly pinning Gerald Briscoe only because and I don't dislike Kelly Kelly I don't really know much about Kelly Kelly she's very attractive but I re- was really hoping that if ever a woman was going to win the 24-7 championship it would be Carmella yeah I mean, you can still do that. Like, this is just a one-off. Yeah, but it's kind of tainted now. It's the first, yeah. Do you know Kelly Kelly's the first woman to hold a men's title in WWE since Jacqueline held the Cruiserweight title in 2004? <laughs> what a stat. It's is the 24-7 title a men's title? I did consider that when I, when I definitely didn't just read that stat off Twitter. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? For the large part. Um... I, I this this one wasn't my least favourite exchange. My least favourite exchange was the following one, losing it to Candice Michelle with Melina for some reason being a referee yeah. and then Candice Michelle dancing. Because apparently you have to get a licence now. Yeah. <laughs> Did Drew McIntyre have his referee licence for SmackDown? Maybe you can buy like day passes. Lacey Evans, did she get one for uh, Stomping Grounds? <laughs> I mean if it's a contract, sign a contract, yeah. So. Didn't know you had to get a licence, man. Where do we get one of those from? No oh, idea. WWEreferealicenses.com. Oh, I'll DM Melina. Go on in. Slide in there. Um, but yeah, that was also not so great. I mean, what felt like, it almost felt like a botch when Lundra Blaze was like, well, firstly, she said she's a 24 champion. But then she was like, because I'm not going to be it for long. And everyone was like, yeah. is that a fuck up? <laughs> you, you mean because you're going to be the champ forever, right? Yeah. But then it kind of made sense after with the whole title in the bin thing. I mean, this was a bit corny. Um, 
Oh, Ted DiBiase coming out. I didn't mind that bit. Couldn't get his money out. Couldn't get his money out. I thought That's maybe they were, I thought maybe they were going to play on the fact that maybe he's a bit broke now. <laughs> and he just <laughs> didn't have any money to give her, which might have been quite funny. Um, but yeah, it was just a bit... I don't know. It was just a bit, she, what did and she do to Candice Michelle? She put her in a little headlock. That was it. No, even a headlock. Apparently Chin that's lock. how you officially get recognised as a champion now as well. You just buy it. Buy it. Well, because that he, he did that before. But he's never been recognised. Never officially recognised, no. So did Drake Maverick pin the wrong, wrong person? Is Alondra Blaze still the champion? Who knows? Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> well, we will not answer that question. <laughs> um, moving on from that then. Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. I thought this was a good little segment. These two guys have wrestled each other before. I think for the Universal title as well. Was that the case? No, it was just post... It was on the backlash after Mania and it was really boring. I don't remember. Um, after this Mania? Last Mania. Last Mania, yeah. Uh, um, the main event. Everyone's shouting it. Don't remember that. But uh, I guess that tells me everything I need to know. Everyone's like, why is Roman always in the main event? He's in a meaningless match against Samoa Joe and we've just had our two championship title matches. Sounds familiar. Actually, Brock was not the all the time. But, um... It was during the AJ Shinsuke saga. Oh, okay. Which just never made a bit in anything. This match I thought was good. It started off with Joe verbally running down the uh, the legends, which is good. It's what I wanted people to do that. Joe's perfect for that sort of thing. Um, he mentioned the Usos and Rikisi, and obviously that meant Roman Reigns had it's to get so involved. so menacing. I fucking love it. <laughs> Roman Reigns had to come down because you, know, you mentioned his family. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be insulting, but if someone said to me, like out loud that um, Aiden was embarrassed and he made a fool of himself, I ain't coming down to defend you against Samoa Joe. I was going to say, if it's Samoa Joe, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a twine. It yeah. could be like Aiden, Matt, they're both dicks, um, can't stand the guys. I might come out and just be like, don't say that, mate. That's a bit mean. But I ain't getting in the ring with him. <laughs> getting the Titan job. Hey. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Stop. You know what, I'm back you two guys to the, to the hills, but Samoa Joe's telling me that you guys are dicks. I might just agree that you are. Well, I might come out for you, Ali. I might give him a bit of beef, but if he said Aiden was a dick, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sensing a bit of resentment here. Aiden, you shot down one of Matt's ideas, by the way, and I think that might be partly where this is coming from. I didn't. I didn't say no. All I said is that we've done similar things in the past, so I didn't know if it was worth investing time into. Time is money, people. <laughs> what money? Yeah, what money? Because I've not seen any of this. <laughs> but um, we're a committee, right? We're a committee. Yeah, and did you weigh your opinion? No, no, because by the time I read it, Matt had already gone. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we won't then. This is fine. But um. So what you're on my side is what you're saying. No, no, I'm on no one's side. I'm smack bang in the middle. So right, Samoa Joe, right on that fence. Um, Samoa Joe Roman Reigns. I thought it was a decent match. I like the way it started with them just kicking the shit out of each other. Um, the spear at the end, impressive. Yeah, didn't expect that. Decent, decent match. Yeah, I mean, I thought this was going to end in a SummerSlam match, to be honest with you, because I have no idea what the, what it is that Roman Reigns can do at the moment, apart from Drew McIntyre again. Um, don't do the Drew <laughs> but um, yeah I thought when Samoa Joe was being like I'm not going to do it for these people and then he's like you want a match you want a match oh, well, you can get it at SummerSlam I thought yeah. that was what we were going to get um, because, that, yeah, that's I'm, a bit of a that's a bit of a 
cop out entry into a SummerSlam match, isn't it? You're inside my family. SummerSlam match. With the, uh, there's been matches for a lot. Less. <laughs> yeah. Hair shampoo. What? But yeah, I mean, I don't know what what Roman does going into SummerSlam at the moment. No. So that's just maybe. I think there's more of a story to tell there with Samoa Joe and Roman. But as soon as they mention the Samoan element of it, I think it gets interesting. You mean the Samoan? Samoan, is that all the Samoans say? Um, does that? I mean, do we have to start calling him Samoa Joe? <laughs> I mean, or just does everyone call each other Oos? Apparently, so. is that just an island full of Oosers? Yes. And the Usos so happen to be named the Usos. <laughs> Are they there? No, they're the Fatus. The Fatus. That's the. Well, I don't know why I didn't know that. <laughs> I did know that. Um, yeah, obviously Usos mean something, right? Maybe. Well, maybe it's literally just born from the Usos. They're the Usos. The Usos. You say Uso, I say it is. We. Seth Rollins was on Miz TV. Um, this was not brilliant. And you know what? I thought this should have been Peep Show. That would have been fun. Because, I mean, yeah, like, Miz TV is probably more established, is a lot more established than Peep Show. But the Night of Legends, I like Christian. He's alright on commentary, but I would have liked to see him in the ring. He's one of the few legends who could still be in the ring. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, I wish it was a peep show. Vince just hates Edge it. wasn't there. Edge weren't there, yeah. I think Vince just hates Christian, though, doesn't he? He hates his face. <laughs> Stickable commentary. Can't see his face. Can't see his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you know why I didn't like this? Because, firstly, Seth comes across a little bit annoying now, somehow. They've managed to make this happen. Um... I get what he was trying to do. He's trying to give it the whole like, okay, yeah, Brock's just a man. I'll beat him before I can do it again. I didn't like the Paul Heyman part where essentially Seth made him look like an absolute dick by chasing him up the ramp slightly and then just shot himself and ran away. Like I'm just an advocate. Yeah, which we've seen quite a lot of times before. Um, but didn't like. Didn't like. He's learned his lesson now after he got choked out by Samoa Joe. I mean, don't get in the ring. Don't get in the ring. Um, yeah, Candice Michelle beat Kelly Kelly. We've discussed that. Alondra Blaze beat Candice Michelle. Uh, Rey Mysterio beat Sami Zayn. We kind of touched on this. Sami Zayn had a, a little backstage segment earlier where he, he got into a bit of heated argument with um, was it Gillian Hall? Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Who, for some reason, was hanging out with Gillian Hall because they're obviously besties. Um, Mike Kanellis was there, but that that bit happened before. Um, Eric Bischoff. Eric was... Bischoff. That was it. Yeah. That was the other one. And Have someone you... else. Okay, I'm gonna appear at the end. Oh, yeah. But basically, he said, made a match. He made a match. He said, "Well, if you guys have, when I was in charge, when we had an issue, we settled it in the ring. So that's what they did. I like if they were just like, right, and you're not in charge, charge anymore. <laughs> so no." But they had a match, Rey Mysterio versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn got his comeuppance, Rey Mysterio beat him with a 6.9, and then it did a frog splash. Have you seen Sami Zayn's tweet about Raw Reunion last night? Yeah, quite scathing. Hashtag Raw Reunion was a joke. If I'm still hanging on to this business years after I'm done, you can punch me in the face. <laughs> like most great artists, I'm vastly underappreciated in my own time. You have me now and you're blowing it. Two busy missing glory days that actually sucked. Brilliant. Damn. <laughs> Say what you mean, Sammy. Say what you mean. I love Sammy Zane. 
I'm a little bit disappointed with Sami Zayn's return, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's just like they went like, didn't really, didn't really know what nothing to do. Nothing for you, mate. Just be a bit whiny. The only, um, the only, I think, potentially saving grace at the moment is um, supposedly, if reports are to be believed, the ten entries in the Battle Royal last week are apparently how Paul Heyman sees his main event scene. Yeah. Um, Sami Zayn was part of that, so maybe he's got some plans. However, as I exclusively revealed last week, Sami Zayn was not actually intended to be in that match. What was it? Who is it you said? I cannot remember. <laughs> um, who wasn't in it? That should have been. I, I cannot remember now. Was it Kevin Owens? I don't think it was Kevin Owens. Nah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. Nope, can't remember. But it wasn't Savvy Zayn, that's for sure. But we'll see. Hopefully he sticks around in the main event scene for a bit. Um, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles was a match that was made earlier in the night, well, before. Um, what do we think of the OC? Love it. Do you like the name? Does yeah, it mean too many con- the, uh, connotations love of the t-shirt. old TV shows? <laughs> All I could think the entire time was California! <laughs> oh, shit. I, I don't like the name. No? There's literally like nothing it. wrong with the club. I mean, I, I don't... I don't I don't like the club, but the club is a lot better. Like, if they stick with the OC, I don't mind them being like having the OC kind of trademark all on the original club or anything like that. Um, But I don't want them being called the OC. I don't mind it. And Matt, I agree with you. The t-shirt, sick. The t-shirts are good. Um, Yeah, I'm buying one. <laughs> Straight away. It really surprised me. We got an actual design rather than just a square image with some text above and below it. Imagine it, I was kind of just imagining it just said like the OC, like writing on a black. Yeah, t-shirt. just the club. <laughs> um, but I liked, I liked the man T-shirt, which probably sold out over WrestleMania weekend, and the three sixteen T-shirt, which is the most sold T-shirt ever. Yeah, I wonder if it still is. Probably. Um, I what was I going to say the name I didn't I, I quite liked AJ's little tagline about what the O stands for is it is it the original, original the only club that matters yeah there was one other was it the official maybe uh, original official and only club that matters I thought that was quite good I like that, that little tagline um, they got into a little set two with DX um, Triple Seth H two. and Shawn Michaels backing up Seth Rollins then them being backed up by the OGs didn't Triple H and Shawn Michaels look a bit like a gay old couple protecting their adopted son? <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. Triple H definitely thinks of thinks of himself as Seth's dad. Does he? Then why the fuck did he screw him over? Because sometimes you've got to teach your son a lesson. <laughs> sometimes you have to screw your son. <laughs> <laughs> what now? Uh, fuck them kids. Um... Yeah, the, the OGs came off and sort of chased down the OC. Now, what I quite liked about this was that we had brief verbal interaction between AJ and Shawn Michaels. I know where NXT is. <laughs> Don't think I won't come down there. <laughs> well, that was quite good. Um, and, you know, Shawn's taking bumps now. Shit. So inevitably he's going to wrestle That's someone who's... Shit, not AJ Styles. <laughs> Um, so yeah liked this bit thought it was alright although I would 
still much rather see a straight up AJ versus Seth really great match because I know they can do that well, we got one at Money in the Bank yeah but I like another one <laughs> yeah there was Money in the Bank maybe with AJ winning would have been good I wouldn't mind AJ beating Seth in like a 20 minute match with help from Gallows and Anderson and then DX coming down after yeah but at the same time there's only so many DX reunions I could stand yeah, well, is, so it ever, is it really a reunion if they never really apart? Yeah, there? I mean, I don't mind it. I, Triple Where's H, Billy? Triple H and Shawn Michaels for me have a lot of like legitimacy. Yes, still, they still look like they can kick yeah. ass. Road Dog, X Pac. Road Dog looks huge. He looks well fat. Hall and Nash, not so much. Especially since Hall and Nash, Nash barely move. Look like they should be in a retirement home. Yes. They sound like, like a band. They were like the slowest people to walk down the ramp. Or a detective duo. Oh, yeah. Kevin Nash, I know he's never been a sprightly guy, but um, he, he's, he's had he, about 20 different knees though, I mean, by now, isn't he? And, and a couple of quads. <laughs> Maybe four. Um, well, you don't get your quads replaced. No, no, but you can tear it. I mean, come on. That's not great for you. Neither's no. um, drugs and alcohol. Brilliant. Is that why you don't drink? Sure. Don't want her to end up like Scott Hall. Yeah. But Kevin Nash can barely move, and I, I felt like he was in good shape because he was in Magic Mike. Not that I've seen him. I think he probably can. It was just, just they were walking quite slow down the ramp, like, like in comparison to Scott Hall. Marvered. Well, that's true, but then that's not really saying much. Um, Xbox looks alright. Yeah, officially retired now. Yeah, I saw him put out. Unless uh, big money offer comes along, I think that's what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Or, I mean, that's everyone, though, that, isn't it? Those Saudi dollars. See those Saudi dollar signs in his eyes. Um, not that I, I don't think Vince cares. <laughs> I don't think anyone in Saudi Arabia wants to see X back in a match in 2019. I don't know who he is. No. Ultimate Warriors, uh, Yokozuna, all the place. <laughs> Definitely them, but not X back He's lower down the list than people who are dead. Well, maybe they haven't got to X back yet. Maybe. Maybe they're watching through the network. Maybe. Yeah, they haven't got to that stage yet. Um, also a notable absentee, Bret Hart. Well, that would have been quite good. Yeah, I think he commented on why he wouldn't be there or something the day before. I'm not sure. I remember seeing a story, but... Randy well, you better be making it to London in October. Oh, yeah. Did you get your tickets? I did. Oh, nice, nice. Um, Randy, Randy Orton weren't there. No. Well, that might have been quite cool. He's, uh, He's had a lot of interaction with a lot of those people. That might have been quite cool. Um, but yeah Drake Maverick pinned Ted DiBiase as we mentioned the whole limo thing not that we saw it not that we saw it we can't surprised John Coach wasn't there counting on the other side of the limousine door seeing as he can see through objects yeah there was two free counts in that limo I'm sure of it I don't recall I don't know what happened but Drake Maverick came came out with the belt Um, Bray Wyatt here we go get into the really meaty stuff you've skipped a bit okay our truth wait no, you didn't. No, I didn't, did I? That was later in the night. That was later. Um, Bray Wyatt, Mick Foley segment. Thoughts? For once, legend putting over a new one. A new one. A current guy. Hmm. And I liked <clears> it. <throat> um, I liked Mick's reference to the to the twenty four seven title. How he kind of went after it quickly. Yeah. Um, so quickly. Um, and yeah, the whole Bray Wyatt thing was. Can't the papa. <laughs> this Um 
yeah, I liked it in that um, he didn't have to go over the top, didn't have to to, to waylay him with chair shots um, or anything. He literally just stuck his hand down his throat. Nice. Um, and like it's a callback to a mixed move. Um, it makes him look like a bastard. Like now you know to boo him really. Boo yeah. Because um, you attacked Mick Foley. You attacked Santa Claus. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's good to see that Mick could just lie down gently. Yeah, without, I mean, hurting, without breaking anything. Nice comfy little lay down. Um, yeah, I liked it. Didn't mind it, Matt. How about you? I did like it. Mm. Um, I just wonder, would it have had more impact if it had done this first and then moved on to Finn? Maybe. Um, it's a good point. I think, it, I think it probably works better this way in that he can, he can attack Finn. He can be a proper dick and attack Mick Foley. And then literally the next night on SmackDown is just Firefly Funhouse Bray. Yeah. I think that prob- probably works more in that there's two entirely different characters. Yeah. I mean, did... Uh, did what well, I meant to ask, did, did anyone have any spoilers before Raw Reunion? Did you know this was happening? Yeah. Okay. No. No. So were you surprised, Matt, that Bray Wyatt came out at this stage? I thought he'd come out, but I didn't know who it would be again. See, I didn't have any spoilers, but... As soon as they went to the Titantron to look at a pointless clip of Mick Foley celebrating the, the title win, I knew that's what was happening. So it was kind I was kind of hoping it had happened on Hulk Hogan. I, I did wonder if it would maybe be on someone who's a bit more able. Yeah, but like then a, who? Like a Christian Kurt or a Van Damme or an Angle or something, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it probably worked more in the fact that they actually did it on someone who, can, who struggles to walk. Oh yeah. Also, I think Mick Foley is a great option because everybody likes Mick Foley. Nobody yeah. dislikes. You, you do it to Hulk Hogan, people are going to cheer you. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Bray Wyatt will have, suddenly have a very strong black following. <laughs> yeah. I see the picture going around, a Booker T in the background of Hogan and Flair. <laughs> Booker T and Mark. Mark and Mark Henry, and yeah. Triple H. And Triple H. Yeah, that famous black man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's married to a black woman. What? Bay Wyatt. Oh. So like, that would help with his could help with his following. <laughs> no. It's like you do know who he's married to, right? No. She ain't like Mariah Carey. He used to be he used to be going out with a Chinese woman. China. Brilliant. <laughs> Have you seen what um Bray Wyatt tweeted an hour ago? No, I was driving over here. He put dear at Mick Foley, I'm sorry, but more importantly, thank you. Well, that's nice, isn't it? That's nice. Did we see... Um, At least he's showing some regret. Did we see what Bray Wyatt posted? Uh, not Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman posted on Instagram. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Well, you, you posted it, didn't you? I did post it. A picture of Bray Wyatt, X-Pac, and Bray Wyatt's newborn son saying, Finally good to meet my godson last night. I'm so happy for, your bro- for you, brother. Hashtag, he's so tiny. Just kind of makes it sound like he's talking about X-Pac. <laughs> Who is pretty tiny. Yeah, you are. Um, well, especially up before Strowman and Bray Wyatt, anyway. And the baby. Um, what's the baby called? Nash. Nash? Nash. No, Nash. Nash. Pretty sure it's Nash. Nash. Brilliant. 
Um, moving on. Oh, well, first of all, Corey Graves' son is called Cash. That's what I was getting confused. But yeah, it's Nash. Give me my thoughts on the Bray Wyatt thing. I love the production of it. I love the fact that he attacked Mick Foley. Didn't love the execution of the Mandible Claw. It just seemed very tame. But I get why they did it. And it worked quite well. Yeah. Um, and I am looking forward to seeing what happens next. However, now that we know that's what's going down on SummerSlam, I feel like the element of surprise has kind of now been taken away from us. Eh. I don't mind it so much. Because he ain't going to be attacking anybody else now, is he? I mean, he could. What's the point? He's, how much of a... he's in a feud with Finn. He's got a match with him at SummerSlam. Just show how much of a bastard he is. What a bastard. Uh, the name The Fiend, by the way. Are we keen? Yeah. I don't mind it. I don't have anything against it. Yeah, my only issue is, I feel like The Fiend is, is like... It's more like just like mischievous. Yeah, but um, what what else would it be really? I, I don't know, like the bastard. Oh, that's that's, that's Pac. stealing Pac's uh, gimmick, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, the fiend, the fiend is fine. It just feels like a bit like impish, you know, like mischievous, like. Oh, you fiend! Yeah. We will see Bray Wyatt wrestle and the fiend wrestle. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think we'll see. TV presenter Bray wrestler Fiend yeah we might even get to see TV presenter Bray live at some point do you know what 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 TV presenter Bray should do he should pretend to conduct an interview with Finn and then have like a puppet of Finn yeah just act completely normal be like ladies and gentlemen my guest at this time Finn Balor do you think we're we're gonna get led to at some point Bray Wyatt having a match in the Firefly Funhouse (laughs) Should just be terrible. I mean, you can, but there's not a lot of room to work with. Wow, but I think we discussed this before. Like, where they have like the walls start it's to like fall of away, and, yeah, and then it's just in this horrible. Did the, you burn down the, the burn bar. down? Yeah, house and that sort of thing. I think great visuals, great in in theory, but probably not so great in execution. Yeah, I don't know. Really do you have them rest in front of a green screen and have that all going on in the background? You know, no, you just find a dilapidated place where someone's ashes got burnt. Probably go a hardy compound, there's probably something there, yeah, exactly. Um, along with the Labrador boat, Natalia and Becky Lynch had a thing on stage during a moment of bliss. Um, how are we feeling? How are we feeling about Natty and Becky as a match at SummerSlam? Underwhelmed, overwhelmed, probably not overwhelmed, (laughs) not loving it. No, I just don't don't think Natty deserves it. I'm gonna be honest. Well, she did win a match. Not over someone like <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Oh, God. I think if Alexa Bliss got given this title match, the internet would explode. Yeah, but at the same time, um, we haven't seen Alexa Bliss and this version of Becky in a few. No, and I think... Uh, I'm assuming that's where we're built to at some point. I can't believe that they wouldn't do that. I feel like SummerSlam would have been a good time to do it. Yeah, or if you maybe but... wanted to continue the Alexa bliss Dicky Cross story, maybe Nikki gets the shot. As yeah. a reward for her constantly winning all of the matches that Alexa couldn't. But then is Nikki a threat to Becky Lynch? Uh, I don't know. But is Natty a threat to Becky Lynch? I mean, Natty has. When was the last time Natty won a match other than the one <laughs> she two just weeks won? Ago. Um, I don't know. When was the last time she was on Raw? Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about it, Raw's women division, are you going to give it to Naomi? 
Well, they don't have to give it to a raw, raw winner now, do they? We've got the, yes, the whole wild yes, card rule yes, is in full effect. Do. Yes, they do. I was pissed that Carmella was even in that match. Um, yeah, it was a bit stupid. Nothing against Carmella, but what's the fucking point? Um, but then again, we just had Alexa Bliss face Bailey for the SmackDown one. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> nobody, but, nobody cares about brands anymore. My point being, um, who who replaces Natalia if Natalia's not in that match? Where's the star power coming from on Raw that isn't Alexa Bliss? I guess you got a good point. I guess you got a good point. Because who else have we got? We've who, who do we actually have? We've got Naomi. We've got Nikki Cross. We've got Alexa Bliss. We have Den- Dana Brooke. That's Sarah Logan. <laughs> Ruby Wright's injured. Whatever <laughs> brand she's on. And Sasha Banks has disappeared. Sasha Banks is yeah throwing a hissy fit. Well, she is the natural sort of contender. But she just ain't there. Nia Jax would also be a natural contender, but she ain't there. Tamina. Surprised Tamina wasn't at the Legends. Didn't appear at the Legends bit. Yes. And her father. No, probably not. Um, I think they could book Nia Jax coming back really well. How would They're not you going to fuck it up, but... <laughs> I love the confidence. I would have her, <laughs> her attack Becky Lynch. She should punch her in the face again. We need that payoff yeah. to that that whole scenario, don't we? I think I that's... Mean, if you could safely punch her in the face, that'd be great. Yeah, but yeah, you know the blood added to it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I agree with Nia Jax. I feel like as much as Nia Jax gets a lot of shit, and I think I'm about to throw her in the same conversation as Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. She gets a lot of shit unfairly. Now, having said that, she is. Sometimes a little bit reckless in the ring. Maybe doesn't she know to other people. Doesn't know her own strength, maybe, we'll put it that way. Um and slightly maybe clumsy. I don't know. But from what I've seen of her since she's been out away, she's putting in the effort to rehab like fully, fully make sure she's in great, great shape for when she comes back. Uh, and I think a like more muscular, more toned more just like fit Nia Jax is like a massive threat to the women's title right so that was a great story straight away that they could instantly build upon uh, and they ha- actually they have to book her strongly in order for it to make any kind of sense but I know they usually have booked Nia Jax strongly and that's part of the problem for people um, but in order for her to her, her comeback to mean much she needs to be a threat because naturally she would be, right? <laughs> Just any woman of her size would be a threat, right? Yeah. I uh, wouldn't miss her, really, in real life. No, just on a podcast. <laughs> on a podcast, I'll come to fuck up. Yeah, and I think um, and Becky's a great um, like face to you know play against that heel. Essentially, she's uh, she'll be the underdog. She won't back down. She won't back down. And, and Nia Jax will get a comeuppance for taking joy in the fact that she broke Becky's face. So, I think I think there's a great story that can be told there. Having said that, no idea when Nia Jax is fit enough to return. So, we'll see. She had a pretty... She had knee surgery, didn't she? Double. Double knee surgery. Which is a thing now. Apparently. Double ACLs. That's what KO had, and he's come back better than ever. Yeah, I think she <laughs> is scheduled for Q1 next year next year fair enough I mean, one ACL was bad enough I mean she was at Wrestlemania wasn't she 
Yeah, it was the night after. Which the WrestleMania was our last appearance, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Um, there's quite a few people in that match who haven't made an appearance since. <laughs> um, Even pin- Beth Phoenix has been around more. She, she's, on oh, she's on NXT. Yeah. Drake Maverick um, was pinned by R-Truth then, so he was about to get into the limo with his wife, the one that he pinned Ted DiBiase in. Uh, R-Truth snuck up from behind. I love the fact that Drake was hanging on to the limo slash his wife was it his wife yeah it was his wife he was hanging on to and Carmella was the one who kicked their hands apart and then that allowed truth because just Carmella's been so good in this role that now she's actually helping him win <laughs> yeah and what I'm most looking forward to and what we hopefully get and I think we've maybe got a little bit of it but I haven't really fully seen it is Drake Drake Maverick and his wife and Carmella and our truth are apart until Raw next week yeah and we get things on social media about Renee and um, our truth having to hang out, and yeah. and our truth uh, and Drake and Carmella having to kind of follow them wherever they go to find them. I don't know why Carmella really cares that much, to be honest. And, <laughs> She's trying to help him keep his time. And if anything, it sounds more like our truth would be keeping Renee hostage. But <laughs> yeah, um, slightly pervy. I, I would I'd love to just see that like, they they don't get to fully see each other till next week or something. And I think it's a great idea. I think and, what you could get is Carmella being like, I need to find truth like hopping in the car to try and find him and then like Drake Maverick's hiding in the back seat or something yeah <laughs> he's yeah, like you know he's where got truth, my wife you know where truth is I'm coming with you yeah so uh, I think they could really do something well with that that's a really great idea well done you thank you um, but they won't do that who knows Paul Heyman Ooh. maybe we should tweet him he does love a good Twitter he does reply at Heyman Hustle so maybe we'll give him some ideas um as long as you don't email them, because you know they don't take storyline ideas. That's true, yeah. Or job applications. Um, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman literally killed Randy Rowe. Um, and Corey Graves and Michael Cole fell about laughing for most of the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Corey Graves' problem was. He was just making himself laugh. <laughs> so Michael Cole was laughing off Mike at the fact that Corey Graves called him Randy Rose which is apparently a guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne's band which everybody knows right sure. uh, Michael Cole found that hilarious and Corey Gray's found that Michael Cole found it hilarious hilarious and I think that was it and Renee was kind of just there trying to hold it all together <laughs> Michael Cole has this horrible laugh um, you can hear it when there was I can't remember what it was um, I think it was during the Alundra Blaze winning the title segment where um, he kept laughing but he kept going <coughs> When you hear that noise whenever he's trying not to laugh, it sounds fucking horrible. Um, but I didn't. I wasn't a massive fan of this segment because I thought that if what was it there for? Like? If you you know you've got slightly more viewership than normal, yeah. The way to showcase Braun Strowman would be in a proper match. I think where you could fully showcase how like athletic this this big guy is because we know it because we see him week in week out. Yeah. But if you're not if you're not a regular watcher of the show. Someone like Braun Strowman stands out, um, but if he's just there being generic big strong man, throwing small people around, you think, oh, right, yeah, he's just a big guy, rather than like, wow, this guy can move, he, yeah, he's yeah. funny, or whatever. It's a showcase what he can do. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily know who, they could have just used a, a current roster member, um, and have him fuck him, have, have um, Mike Kanellis being like, you know what, Marie, I'm going to prove I'm a fucking man. Good idea. I'm going to go against Braun Strowman. And then he gets literally mullered. 
Miller cornered. Um, good idea. Another good idea. You're full of them. I'm telling you. You should definitely tweet Eamon. You're going to be blocking me by the end of the week with all the ideas. <laughs> I've noticed that Paul Heyman mainly tweets about photos of scantily clad women. Does he? I don't actually think I follow him. So. Mm. He has some sort of photography business, I think, that shoots models, basically. Not like that. That's a bit harsh. Um, and then the toast to Raw, which sounds a bit self-indulgent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, it was... It was it Look was how all, great we are. It was all right. Hogan did uh, came out. and Not that Hogan had much... Of a run on Raw at any point. I mean, he had gone by the time it started, and by the time he got there, he was washed up pretty much. And a lot of his stuff was actually on SmackDown, but you know. Um, but then, you know, this was all right. Stone Cold's music hits, which just makes everybody pop every single time. <laughs> Stone Cold rabbles on. <laughs> Let's just put it this way I was sitting alone in my flat watching it, knowing he was going to come out, and I still kind of popped. <laughs> I just smiled. <laughs> It's always good to see Stone Cold, and he's cool. And I just loved the way that he came out. He just stared Rob Van Dam in the face, didn't say anything to anyone, just stormed down to the ring, rather than being like, hey guys, hi. Fucking loved it. And then proceeded to be all like... Lovey-dovey. Lovey-dovey, pally-pally. Here's a question. Yes. What gets a bigger pop? Undertaker's song, or his... Stone Cold's. I think... Undertaker gets the um, the shock factor, the whole oh, fuck shit, and it's more. It can be more of a kind of gradual thing, whereas Stone Cold's glass shattering just gets such a guttural reaction, especially when it's a shock or not not scheduled. Not that it's ever a shock anymore. Not yet, but like back in the day, mm. um, even if you like the crowd were expecting him to come out and kick some ass, and you did, and everyone was just so happy to see him. Yeah. So I think uh, on a, um, I'd say I'd go with Stone Cold's ones. Yeah, I think Stone Cold. How about you, man? I would go with Stone Cold. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement here. Um, because I, I, I'm thinking of 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 the Raw after Mania. Yeah. Um, when Undertaker's gong hit, I was kind of like, "Oh shit, yeah, Undertaker's here." It was kind of spoiled because of uh, Elias, Elias kind of hinted at it. Well, but I feel I like I feel like if Stone Cold was to have come out during the Raw after Mania I don't know how I'd, I wouldn't have been able to contain I don't know what I would have been able to do <laughs> growing up I always used to prefer The Rock over Stone Cold but ever since I've entered my adulthood and then went and watched everything back I uh, I think Stone Cold replaced The Rock on the top for me yeah. mm. I always preferred The Rock but you know that's just me um, I always preferred Stone Cold I will not have it said that I never did <laughs> We wouldn't rewrite history like that, would we, man? No, we definitely wouldn't. No, actually, I did. No, I did. I like to think I'm more. Fair enough. I, just I think found I'm... it more relatable. Is that because you're bald? <laughs> you're a bald, no, beer-drinking no. redneck. Because <laughs> I'm an angry motherfucker. That's got more hair than Um. So, yeah, the toast was all right. Most bodies have still got it's more got hair. Beard, but... yeah. The toast was all right. Stoke Cold went on a bit. About nothing much in particular. Um, putting people over. I like his passion. Yeah, I quite I liked it. I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I just didn't see the point. My favourite thing about this, um, and I tried not to look at it from this perspective of of current crop versus old crop, but I can't think of a single person in WWE at the moment who can hold an audience in the palm of his hand with a promo the way that Stone Cold could. Yeah. 
even if he wasn't necessarily talking about much, but the way he can just play off a crowd. Like I know it all comes with the scripting and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. he can play off a crowd, and he knows that um, if I list this, and then this, yeah. and then you're going to say what in between every single and thing he knows that I that say. People are going to say it anyway, so he might as well play along with it. And it's nothing more, nothing more awkward when then when the people do it, and then people get flustered by it. Stokehold's never going to get flustered yeah. by it, is he? But he just knows that you've got to embrace it. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to try and shut it down, you just have to embrace it. Yeah. Um, like Alexa Bliss does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just a... The whole thing was um, a, a, a treat for me, um, seeing Stone Cold out there just kind of in his element and just smashing out of the park. Nice. So, thoughts as a whole, I mean, I felt like we could have done something with Shane... I know people would be like, oh, he's taking up more TV time. But if it ends with him getting stunned by both Stone Cold and then Kevin Owens, or the other way around. Or literally just Stone Cold. Then. I don't think he necessarily needs Kevin Owens. I think think it would have worked. They missed missed the beat with Kevin Owens and Stone Cold being together. I think so. Maybe they're deliberately trying to distance each other, like distance Kevin Owens from Stone Cold, because... I mean, I'm seeing a bit of parallels now, but... Just so happens to use the same move. Yeah, and the attitude is now, like, similar, and he's not taking shit from a McMahon, and he's, you know, he's that sort of thing, and he's just... What I will quickly say about, just going back to the Stone Cold thing about the promo, the way he moved around the ring and stared the camera in, like, stared at the camera and got close to the camera, no one does that anymore. This is what, because they don't like them talking directly down the camera, but... Um, this is one of the things I was thinking while I was watching it. It's just even still, he just has that intensity mm. where you believe that even in what is early mid fifties, mm. that he could still get your ass because mm. he's just so intense in everything that he does. The way he came down to the ring, the way he was throwing up the fingers in the corners, everything and about he looks it. In good shape. Yeah, he still he, he physically looks like he could still kick your ass. Yeah. Um, he he dropped an S bomb. Clip of him running the ropes. No. The clip of him after. Like the the ring is like soaked in beer, but he's running the ropes. <laughs> That's what Jr. was used to say. He's never seen anyone hit the ropes with as much intensity. He's fifty four, so you were exactly right in your estimation. Early mid fifties. Well done. I'm on fire today. <laughs> I'm at El Fuego. Um, but yeah, Stone Stone Cold was the highlight for Raw. Um, as always, we've we said we've had two shits on Raw in the last couple of weeks. Well, I didn't hear Stone Cold. It was right at the end. You know, he, he he checked how long they got left, and he was like, "Oh, right, we've got sixty seconds left." So he told a quick story, and he was like, "Don't worry, I'm not going to get all soppy and start sending you all Christmas cards and all that kind of shit." Oh, okay. <laughs> and you just had you just had Corey and Michael like, "Oh." <laughs> I mean, they blanked that out on my version. Oh, they didn't on Sky. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, right, reunion. I thought it was all right. Could have been better. Slightly missed a trick with some bits, but. Nostalgic-wise, it was fun. Yeah. Fingers. Better than Raw 25? Smackdown was better. Smackdown was better. This was better than Raw 25 a yeah. million times over. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's not hard. Agreed. Smackdown, right. Very quickly. We only got a little bit of time. Um, things I liked about Smackdown. Firstly, New Day on commentary. Absolutely hilarious. Loved every single second of it. Should have had it all night. Although, they have a tendency to talk over everything. Every <laughs> yeah, I know. Which Literally should have just been them. Can be, can be a little annoying. Apollo Crews looked great. The match for Shinsuke was good. They tried really hard to get him over. Might work. Not for me. But, you know, don't mind Apollo. He's all right. Just ain't going to be a star. I don't, don't see a star in him, never mind. No, but it'd always be good just to see him. 
Um, Used it a little more meaningfully. And what else? Uh, Finn Balor challenged Bray Wyatt. So that, that story's developing. I love the fact that we saw Bray as Firefly Funhouse Bray. Did anybody else like that? Yeah, that's exactly how I wanted it. Yeah, that's what we said last week, was that we wanted him to just... Um, Come, we come in that we character. Kind of to have like almost no memory of it, like just denied that it happened because it wasn't him. But they've gone a different, slightly different direction of what he's basically saying. Still not him, but he's, yeah, well, he knows what happened. Yeah, the, the other thing I said was um, to either, either have him have no recollection of it, or yeah, be completely independent from the fiend and being like, oh, the, the fiend says he'll protect us and all that kind of stuff. So he's kind of. He's a separate entity, and yeah, um, yeah I thought it was good. Yeah, and you know what? I think the the best thing about this is the production value of it. And I'm, I'm quite quick to criticise WWE's production values, not because they're bad, but sometimes they're it's too overproduced. Good, they're too polished. This is perfect. Like the 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 way it's shot, the the voice that Bray had, voice brace brace Bray has such a great voice for this that it's it. Everything he says sounds sinister, even when it's not even meaning to sound sinister. And then when he turns, when he changes and just and, you know something flicks in him a little bit, it sounds even more sinister. Like how does he do this? Yeah, it's one thing that I've. It's a, it's a weird thing that I've always kind of said is that um, I, if I could choose a voice to have, um, I would love to have the tone of voice in an English accent. That Bray Wyatt has. Mm. I think, he, yeah, he's just. I always think Bray Wyatt would be a perfect um, actor, yeah. especially a voice actor. Right? It's just a, he'd be a great villain in a movie. Yeah, I think he would be. So, uh, Psychotic uh, villain. Maybe we'll see him in the Marine 7. <laughs> <laughs> Marine 6, by the way, Close Quarters, is um, out on Blu ray and DVD now or something. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Amiz was constantly telling us about it. Um, Dolph Ziggler, Shawn Michaels, the Miz. That led me on to that one quite nicely. Did we enjoy this segment? Apart I... from Dolph Ziggler being in it, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I did, and then Dolph came out, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Um, and then things happened, and it actually made it kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I liked it, if I'm honest. I mean... There's always been that parallel between Dolph and Shawn Michaels that people always said, like, Dolph is the next Shawn Michaels. Is I don't know why. It's not like Dolph acts anything like Shawn Michaels does. Um, and, you know, I think it was quite nice to see that come full circle almost. At least finally be acknowledged on TV. Yeah. Because it's something the fans would always say, but I don't think there's ever anything that they really would say on TV. And did tweet out the other day, didn't he, when he was in that thing with Kevin Owens, things that aren't as good as Dolph Ziggler, and one of them was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that. I loved his line about um, the second-rate Shawn Michaels. Like, I love Shawn's line, firstly, and then I love Dolph's reply about the only second-rate Shawn Michaels that I can see is the one standing in front of me, the one I'm looking at right now. Or that his, um, his match in Saudi Arabia was Goldberg bagged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's as embarrassing as Goldberg being in a WWE ring. Yeah. <laughs> I love how that's now become a thing in WWE. Yeah, I know. I wonder how he feels about that. Um, he wasn't on Raw Reunion, was he? <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> um, probably would Something tells me we probably won't see Goldberg again. Probably um, concussed himself on the way out. I liked, I liked this, to be honest. And if, I mean, is it leading to a Shawn Michaels match? I don't... I don't is it? We'll have to tune in next week and Shawn find Michaels out. Michael's in the Miz's corner. In it was confusing. I do wonder what the plan was because they originally announced that Shawn Michaels was going to be on was going to be a commentary for this week, 
and then maybe going forward. Yeah. Um, and they even said that multiple times, didn't they? They yeah. were expecting Shawn Michaels on commentary, but now he's on his TV. And then I know we got... Now I feel bad about calling Byron Saxon the worst thing ever. I know. I did, uh, as soon as they said about it, I thought about you. Um, I was like, you dick. <laughs> but to be fair, I was, I was none the wiser. <laughs> um, so yeah, I do wonder if maybe Byron not being there perhaps changed their plans but that's quite a drastic change to then suddenly throw Sean into a storyline just because you can't put him on commentary yeah if anything you you would put him more on commentary because Byron's not there but yeah maybe who knows maybe they just kind of changed their minds a couple of days ago decided to stick him in the story I mean I'm intrigued do I want to see him wrestle again As if with someone who can move yeah then sure if we get Shawn Michaels versus AJ Styles then yes it's the only match people want to see yeah, we're not getting that. Exactly. So, fuck it. Daniel Bryan. That's who wasn't in the All-Star Battle Royal and she was uh, supposed to be, but then they changed it for Sami Zayn. Right, yeah, I remember you saying No sign of Daniel Bryan this week either. What was his earth-shattering announcement? They not that he'd want to shatter once. the earth. <laughs> well, he'd love to caress the earth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what else from SmackDown did I like? Randy Orton being a challenger for Kofi. Didn't mind it. Um, Samoa Joe... Can't beat anyone. Turn you. I don't know. Coming back to our own conversation, I don't see any reason to fear some of Joe. To be honest with you, mm. I could beat him at this rate. <laughs> Just roll him up. Just roll him up. Um, I mean, are we? How we feel about Randy versus Kofi at SummerSlam? Just quickly. Not thrilled. Not thrilled. I mean, I don't. I don't hate it. I think Randy. If you go, if you watch the Battle Royal back. People wanted Randy Orton to win that as soon as Seth eliminated Braun and Roman. I think Randy probably got the biggest cheer when his name was announced as well. Yeah. Um, I think Randy is the perfect opponent for a champion like Kofi. Yeah. Um, and I could, e- to be honest, I could easily see him winning it and have him being the person to take it off him. Yeah. I feel like they'll go more the route of Kofi finally conquering that demon. Yeah. Um, not yeah. Finn I, think, I think they will. Yeah. But um, I don't see Kofi losing it just yet. Unless, and my theory is, I mean, Randy RKO'd some of Joe, maybe a triple threat? Nah, we've already got a triple threat on Saturday. I don't understand, what, what is this? Smackville. Smackville. <laughs> it's in Nashville, right? Oh yeah. That's why they call it Smackville. What, is this just a Smackdown show? What are the matches? Who's doing what? Kofi's doing what with his title? Triple threat against Dolphin Joe. Ah. Huh. And Finn Balor's going in a Continental Championship rematch. Why they, why they kept saying that? Um, where when Kofi kept saying, "I hope I'll face you at SummerSlam," because they were like, "Oh, you don't know if you might not even be champion." Well, of course he fucking will. Of course he fucking will. We did. Just quickly looking up WrestleMania because I can't remember the um, the order of the card um, because I wonder if the current longest reigning champions um, are. The Iconics or Kofi Kingston? I think it's the Iconics. The Iconics? Yeah, the Iconics. It was on the pre-show, weren't it? Or just after the pre-show? No, Co- the Iconics won the match, the immediate match before Kofi Kingston. Yeah, they were, they were eighth <laughs> on the card, the Iconics. Yeah, well, they were ninth, if you include pre-show. Oh, sorry, yeah. Mike and then Kofi was tenth. So after yeah, the, Shane and the Miz. The Iconics, longest reigning champions in WWE at the moment. That's true, isn't it? Because, I mean, Tony Neese isn't champion anymore. 
Seth Rollins ain't champion anymore. Usos ain't champions anymore. Yeah, you're right. Nobody. Just going through the list of people we haven't seen since then. Uh, I'm slightly wrong, actually. I was just about Finn to say Seamus, but um, he, we did see him the night after, didn't we? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, Colin Jost. Oh, yeah. See him again. Um, barely seeing Zack Ryder and Cole Hawkins. Sarah Logan. Barely seeing Buddy Murphy. Dana Brooks seen Sarah Logan. Rusev. Lana. Who else is there? Oh, we've seen Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, Tamina, Beth Phoenix. We've seen Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins more since they lost the titles than when they had them. That's true. But anyway. Batista. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Rousey. Yeah. Um, Charlotte, by the way. Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. She, um, are we getting Charlotte versus Trish Stratus at SummerSlam? That's the rumor. Of course we are. That's the rumor. Is that the rumor? Yep. Huh. What do you you think about that? First thoughts? First you've heard of it? I mean, it's not very realistic, is it, that Trish is going to beat an an, an out-of-date Trish is going to beat a um, prime Charlotte Flair. Even prime Trish wouldn't beat prime Charlotte Flair. Come on, let's be realistic. Well, Charlotte's comment was that she's going to prove that she's the best um, of all eras. eras, Right, so that can only mean one thing. Alundra Blaze. (laughs) Triple Threat. Um, right unless you guys have anything to add I need to wrap it up so Matt can walk the dog not a euphemism let the dog out Kevin Owens is amazing Kevin Owens is amazing he's doing great great stuff the pop he got when he came out first um, at the beginning of the night was brilliant for me um, I know we uh, a lot of people like to rag on Shane a lot but consistently over the last 20 years Shane McMahon um, with the exception of last week, has always taken probably the best, second best selling of a stunner. Behind the rock. He always just has a good, he gets up high and then he lands, he twists in midair and lands flat on his back. He's like a, he's like a beautiful whale in midair. Yeah. Oh, just one thing, I've just got to ask one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonny Deville getting a tag title shot <laughs> next week, or are they getting a shot next week to win the tag title they don't I even mean, know themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I we're mean, getting a tag title shot next week? Yes. If we win next week, <laughs> then we're getting a tag title shot. <laughs> it's like as soon as Mandy Ray said it, something you've all went, oh, that's my line shit. Uh, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I don't. Oh. And also, are they gay for each other or, or what? They have these weird moments where they just longingly stare into each other's eyes. Do they? Yeah. Or you just picturing well, that? They did, but I think that was we just fucked up. Yeah, I think that was Sonny going. Uh... <laughs> what do we make of Ember? Quickly, Ember. Meh. No, it's Moon. Kind of lost interest, if I'm honest, in Ember. I mean, it might be a bit harsh. I haven't really given her much time, but I just I don't find her believable. She just needs to be a bit more intense. I think we got a bit of that this week. A little bit. Rather I like the fact, like, I like hey, the fact Bailey, that she, you're got, my she got the better of Bailey and Charlotte. Fucking hell did Bailey come out? What dick? This is what I'm telling you. There's no reason to like Bailey at all. <laughs> she just came out to fuck with a match that was 30 seconds into it. <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> a lot of people giving WWE shit this week for the only women's match being 45 seconds long. Yep. 
with the hashtag I lay with Sasha going around. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> because she apparently lied on the ground after Mania. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, interesting hashtag. Right, okay, we'll, we'll draw a line under it there. Thank you for listening to us this week on the PWP. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at the underscore PWP, where you'll mostly find Aiden tweeting genius ideas for creative. So get on that. On Although, the bricks. Not for a little while, because Aiden and I are actually busy this weekend. We're at a music festival, aren't we? We are, yeah. In Derbyshire. Not knowing what to pack, because the weather's being fucking weird. Oh, it's horrible. Um, so, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll get some stuff out after that. So, um, yeah, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week.